0: Week seven. We are back. It's uh, We're at the halfway mark of the season. More importantly, the show has officially gone over 100 views. We are in the triple digits. Spence, what is up, my friend?
1: Hey, Kurt, I'm here. Before we get started, I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors. Penske Truck Rental with over 1,500 locations worldwide. You're never too far away to get your, get your day moving. Penske Truck Rental.
2: I need a truck this, this weekend. We're back, baby. That is beautiful.
0: Do they have uh do you have a hashtag or promo code people can enter for
2: uh discount?
1: Yeah, it's hashtag Go Penske, go home.
2: Okay, I like that. Um all right, and we
0: have a, a special guest. He is our former champion, 2016. He is our league commissioner.
2: He's the best commissioner we've ever had. Jason, what's up, my what's G? What's
3: up, Kurt? What's up, Spence? Appreciate you letting me on the show. Definitely better with the third person. Look forward to uh, all we have to talk about today. Let's get it in. And Spence, thanks for that shout-out for Penske. Great company.
2: Yeah, let's. Uh,
0: we're going to get grooving. we got a lot to cover. So, quick, quick uh, week six recap. So, we're going to start with the high score. We had the Bear Jew coming in. At a very nice 169, beating Suggs at 122. By the way, I've decided fully I'm going to refer to Suggs' team as simply Suggs now until he either changes it to something better or to back to. As so you know what I'm saying. So Suggs 122, Grit second high score 155 beat Dog probably the game of the week 145. Next up, Yay. Poppy's Angels 131. Beat the Art of the Comeback, 114. And then getting their first win of the season. Who the fuck is Mike Davis? 123, taking down the new run CMC with 114. And then probably the most talked about matchup of the week. Kareem Pai, 114, taking down Old Lightning, 103. And Nasty bringing up the rear. Hand and AJ, his first loss of the year. 99 to 95. Uh, so that brings our current standings. Das Boot five and one, first place. The Dog Abides four and two, second place. Poppy's Angels four and two in third place. Cream Pie, our special guest, four and two in fourth place. Nasty four and two in fifth place. And Bear Jew, three and three
2: in third place. Guys, any any big takeaways from? From week six, rivalry week.
3: Go ahead, fans.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we all got what we've been waiting for out of AJ's team all year. Um, I'm not saying everybody has a bad week every now and then, but we've seen the floor, and we just this, this is why we said we want to play him if if, if we get matched up with him in the playoffs. So that's my biggest takeaway. Um, I, I think he's. Probably the
3: weakest of that bunch up there. I'm gonna have to agree with him, Kurt. You know, some teams are who we thought they were, uh, but it's a close, it's a close, uh, close rat race right now. No one's really taken off. You know, AJ's team five and one. You know, he could drop to to fifth place, another loss. So it's anyone's game right now.
2: Yeah, and
0: I mean, no one is truly out of it until they get to to seven losses. So even Bill and Spence at one and five. Uh they or sorry, oh, Bill whoa, whoa. Bill <laughs> Bill and Tim. Bill and Tim at one and five. <laughs> Bill and Tim at one and five. Um all right, and then so getting in well, we'll go so to the top pickups. Um, wait, do you guys hear that? Yeah. What
3: is, what is that? Is that someone's ringtone?
0: When are you guys playing that? I'm not. Oh, wait a second. I know that music. I know that music. That's
4: Coco's music.
2: Okay.
4: Coco's Gentlemen, what
0: is up? Wow. Oh, a podcast first. We've got the most interesting man in the world. He is... He's a legend, a le- true living legend. Coco, welcome to the show, man. How are you?
4: Thanks, Kurt. I'm doing great. How about you guys? I'm um, uh, I'm glad to be a fourth. I think it's a good balance uh, for tonight's uh, podcast.
0: I tell you, I've seen it. I have seen it all now. I was not expecting this one.
1: Only thing better than a threesome is a foursome. That's
4: a you can say that night.
0: again. Man, that is wild. I don't even know how you got in here, Coco. But we're we're happy to see you. And it's great that you're on here because, you know, when I think of these special three months, September, October, November, I think of you. It's it's uh, that special time in between summer and winter. Coco, do you prefer to call it
2: fall or autumn?
4: Uh, good question. I would have to go with uh, autumn. Um, just, uh, it's just more classy, uh, if you feel me.
2: I agree. Classy guy, just
0: like you, a classy time of the year. Well, Coco, uh, we're glad you're here, but we're going to have to get back to business. So uh, going over the top pickups of the week, we had, uh, let's see. So we had uh, Marcus Goodwin, whatever his name is, Goodwin for the 49ers. He went for 30 to Suggs. Uh, Jalen Richard went to myself for 23. Taylor Gabriel went to dog for 13. Uh, the Bear Jew grabbed Indy defense for six. And then the new run TMC grabs CJ Uzma at five. Does any, anything uh, impress you about those or, or any major
2: takeaways?
1: The good one, one pick up uh, is to be seen. We saw out of him last week uh, what, what I thought I was going to get out of him when I drafted him. A couple long plays, granted, uh, touchdowns that, that boosted up that score. Will he do that next week? I don't know. But I would say that that's the most interesting pick-up of the week.
3: I would say you're spending $23 on uh, Jalen Richard there, Kurt. Is, uh, is something saucy. You know, we'll see if uh, he gets any more carries with uh Marshawn Lynch out, but it uh, seems like he's just the PPR guy if they're losing, but their team sucks, so it seems like they're losing a lot.
0: Yeah, that was a reach for me. I mean, my, my running back position is so abysmal. I had to do something, uh, and then when the news broke that John Gruden said Marshawn Lynch has like a serious injury, but we don't know what it is yet, just kind of rolling the dice. I mean, I think Doug Martin would take over, but I think it, I'm hoping it would be a combination of more Jalen Richard and more Doug Martin. So we'll see what happens. But hey, when you're two and four in 10th place, uh, can't really take, take the, the fab budget with you. Speaking of not taking the fab budget with you. So update on we're halfway through the year. Art of the comeback officially has zero left in waiver budget. Uh, Suggs has zero left in waiver but waiver budget. Grit has five dollars left in waiver budget. Poppy's Angels has thirty, and then the man, the myth, the legend, the man with the longest view in the room, Bill Golden, with ninety-seven fab dollars left. So <laughs> it's, going
2: be,
1: it's going
0: to be interesting to see what he does with all that.
1: Um, he, I spoke with him. He's trying to trade that in future picks for a solid.
0: WR2. Interesting. Well, that's a, that's a great segue. Speaking of trading, this is a question for the group because we had a trade go down. But have any of you guys tried to negotiate
2: with Suggs?
1: Yeah.
3: I have. And I have notes. asked him not to text me for the rest of the season. He sends you a trade. Before you can even respond, he takes it back or he sends you a trade you accept and he takes it back.
2: Two times this week. He sent me a trade. The first
0: time I just said yes and then he said never mind. The second time he asked me, he sent me a trade and with the like the like the side note of one of your tight ends. I respond, "Yes, which one of the tight ends?" and then he says, "Never mind."
2: <laughs> he's got to be stopped. Uh,
3: that's what he does. I've asked then, him to not contact me anymore for the rest of the season just out of sheer frustration with his text he, messaging. He's trying to get advice. Like, that's what he's trying to do. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. He just throws out a bunch
1: of things, see, sees everybody's reaction, and, and, and,
3: and goes from there. He's been trying to trade me David Johnson since probably week two.
2: I said yes. I said yes two uh, two out two hours
0: before he gave that trade to dog. I said yes.
1: Who
0: did he yeah. offer? I don't. I'll have to look back at my phone. It was like it was something ridiculously in my favor. He offered me like T. Y. Hilton and David Johnson for Doug Baldwin, and I was like, yes. I can't say yes fast enough. Send it over. And then he was just like, ah. Oh.
1: <laughs> with thugs, you got to be like, hey, yeah, like you got to play the around. I you got to tickle That's some a bit. You ain't getting over on me with that. You got you to gotta play the dumb role with
3: thugs. Make him feel like he's doing something. And then you He tried it. to give me DJ for, this was a couple weeks ago, Gio, and I believe it was Lamar Miller, which I hesitated on. Ended up saying yeah, and, of course, he said no. So he is sending idiot trades, so and maybe he realizes after he, he puts it out there. But you got to tickle his balls a little bit if you, if you want to trade with him. You know, make him think he's winning.
1: Or maybe he just wants something to talk about in the trade, in the thread, He sends you a ridiculous trade in your favor. You say no, and then he tells the thread how stupid you are for turning that down. <laughs> uh,
4: uh, so- related, related but not related. Negotiating with Suggs. We went on a, a golfing alley about a month ago. Spencer was there. Uh, we played best ball. At the end of the day, he didn't win. Tried to negotiate him to pay the money. He ended up not paying uh, the money uh, at the very end. But uh, it took about 24 hours. I was trying to negotiate with him, he even negotiated down to have him pay the winner. I wasn't even the winner. But uh, yeah, Suggs he did not pay at the end of the day. Wow, you know, it sounds
0: like it. a hell of a guy. But so the I mean,
4: trade. He hasn't he hasn't slept in a while. Maybe
3: he's losing his mind.
0: Uh, the trade that finally did go down: Suggs got Sony Michelle from the Patriots. Uh, Dog got
2: David Johnson. Uh, who do you guys think won this one?
1: Suggs.
2: Suggs. Interesting. Yeah. I think I think Dog got
1: it. I I mean, if if David Johnson can beat David Johnson, yeah. But that team is so bad and. Their line is so bad as well. I I don't know. You know the, the only that Tony thing Michelle
3: is stuck. The only thing that has even kept David Johnson relevant is some goal line touchdowns at the one, yep. due to some pass interference in the end zone. I believe it's yep. two or three weeks in a row. Otherwise, he is Mister Irrelevant this year. He is the biggest draft bust of the first round in maybe history of the league. Yeah. Tony I, Michelle, uh, they look to be feeding him the ball like they've never fed, fed a wild running back before. So I got to go with uh, with Suggs on that one. Yeah. All I've right. Been well, in another league. And,
1: and like you said, every week I'm sitting there sweating bullets with like six points, and then he'll get like a, a garbage touchdown. And I don't think that changes.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll have to see how it plays out. Uh, so
0: funny story for, for all the listeners out there that me and Spence dealt with this week. It was it was just too good not to share. So before, for anyone who hasn't been on, before each week, uh, we have a, a side thread. It just says 2018 podcasts plus guests. So it's always meet him plus the guest, and we invite that person each week and then kick them out after the week. And it's, <laughs> It's always the same name and the same picture. It's our podcast logo. So Bill was in it a couple weeks ago, and then later on a couple weeks again for both times, he faked all this. So maybe like – I think it must have been Monday. He makes an identical group with the same name and the same picture (laughs) and and just starts giving us show notes about – Things we can do better. He tells us exactly how we should break down his team, tell them what they should say, how we should compliment them. It was, like, when it happened at work, I was so confused, but then I, I just started laughing out oh, loud. Wow. It was incredible.
1: Well, I was so confused. Man. I was like, why do we invite this punk back in the goddamn, in the, in the podcast that he's denied us twice? And I didn't even realize that he, he just outsmarted us again. Typical Bill.
3: Oh, I got to say, this Bill should have been in the league a long time ago.
0: All right, so as I mentioned before, it is the best time of the year. It is autumn. Coco, hit us with your top three favorite things to carve into a jack-o'-lantern.
4: Top three. (laughs) Well, I think by far number one, given that it's autumn, given that you're drinking a good amount to stay warm out
3: there,
2: it has to be a drunken Albert.
4: Puking everywhere. So you got <laughs> a, a big face, and then you got all the guts coming out and his puke.
2: That's a good one.
4: That, 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 that I'll say that's my number one. Number two is the Drunken Charlie, where you essentially got the old face with bottles in his mouth as he's drinking them. Again, staying warm out there in the chilly nights. And uh, number three, if we had to go classical, something that all the little kids do, I would have to go with a witch. Something that is, oh, again, it takes artistic skills that I don't fucking have, but I tried my best.
0: A classic, a fan favorite. Those are beautiful words. Thank you, Coco. All right. Moving on to our first matchup of the week, week seven. Uh, so I sent. I sent out the the matchup to you guys before, or those notes, the new projections. I'll uh, I'll send those out to everybody afterwards. But so we got Art of the Comeback at one and five, going against Suggs, the team owned by Suggs at three and three in eighth place. Uh, Coco, if you can see my screen, feel free to share in, But uh, what do you guys think about this
2: one? Hi, Sam. So looking
1: at these matchups, uh let, let's just say that we've never seen a more unlucky team in fantasy football history than we have this year with Timothy Trail, formerly known as Timothy Bayside Trail. Uh and it's been, I, I feel like his luck is going to continue, his bad luck is going to continue this week as well. David Johnson's off his team, and I think that was a weak point. Tariq Cohen, Anthony Michelle is a solid matchup with solid matchups going on the other side. Uh, we saw that Chicago's defense had some holes last week. Uh, it, can be, it can be taken apart, and I think, I think if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Bill Belichick. Um, on the other side, you got DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre uh, Hopkins going up against Jacksonville, who needs to come back. Saxonville and that defense needs to come back. After getting embarrassed like that in Dallas last week, they got to come back, Tungy. Jaden Ramsey ain't having it. Shutting his ass down. Deshaun Jackson is a hit or miss. Kevin Coleman is terrible, as is Philip Lindsay and the Broncos. His best bet is Travis Kelsey, who might get 30, but he also might get nine. You know, that offense just has so many weapons, you never know what you're going to get. I was wrong about Joe Mixon, I'll say that. Um, so I, I think I think gets a big win, ah, and we we see Tim inch closer to wearing
2: that pink shirt next year. You know what, Tron, I mean, what do you got I, here?
3: I am gonna have to agree with your uh, your light skinned co host there, uh, Tim's team, as I do think it is a. Overall, probably top six team, if you just look at it, you know, on paper. Just hasn't worked out for him. Every team's going off. But, I mean, this week he doesn't have too good of a lineup. Deshaun Jackson, who knows, honestly, could get 30, could get three. And then Chris Thompson doesn't seem to be healthy. Told him not to trade him. He just got whacked on that last play, and then you trade for him, and, of course, he misses a week. Um, And Sugg's team, yeah, I mean, it looks good. I mean, he's got some good running backs. Tariq Cohen looks to be taking over that backfield. T.Y. Hilton is probably his, his worst player. You know, who knows what he's going to do. But other than that, I think he's got it. And and Tim, you know, putting Watson on the bench pretty much just shows, you know, how, how his year year's going. I mean, we thought that guy was, you know, the Michael Jordan, as the coach said, but uh, he looks to suck this year. Devontae Adams on a bye. I mean, he's in big trouble. I got
4: to say, yeah. uh, I
3: gotta
4: Go say that uh, Tim, I mean, he, he has extremely favorable odds, I think uh, – I think he's gonna trump in for the win for sure <laughs> given the odds. Uh
0: for the people out there, Tim is favored fifty one to forty nine. Um all right, Coco, uh your special segment. Three tight ends walk into a bar. You got Travis Kelsey, Jordan Reed, and Jason Witten. Who you taking home?
4: Oh man. Damn, you got a sweetheart in there. I, I have to go with Witten all day. Rest in peace, uh my man. Uh I'll pour one out for him right now. Um with my middle of light. but, uh, man, that, the, the, the tight end that's, uh, filling in his shoes, he's got some big shoes to fill for sure. All
2: right. That's,
0: that's good. Just needed a short answer there. Uh, I will also, <laughs> I will also take sucks. Timmy's got some tough matches. The uh, Texans versus Jacksonville is going to, going to come back to bite him. So, all right, moving on. Coco, your top three favorite warm cocktails.
2: Or fall beers. Hit us with it. All
4: right. I would say number one would have to be. Is it in order or, or, or what we uh, Just, just
0: top top three. Give the people give the people some actionable advice. You know, this weekend it's a little chilly. What are they going to go out there and grab when they uh, they need when they're cuddling up to their special
2: someone?
4: Oh, I got to go with. Uh, fucking some spiked apple cider, add some rum to that shit, stir it up with a cinnamon stick, drink that shit all day. Or if you're too hot, then you got to do some Corona. Corona with a lime. You can do that year long. I mean, they're the commercials on the beach, but they got to have a commercial with the mountains, right?
1: Find yours.
4: (laughs) Find yours. I like that.
2: All right. Beautiful. Next game. We've got, in
0: first place, Das Boot going against the new run CMC. Five and one going against two and four.
2: Uh Das Boot just caught his first L of the season. What do you guys think it continues? I'll take this one, Kurt.
3: Uh I do not think it continues. He's got Kamara back who I think Baltimore D is going to put up a good fight against New Orleans, but Kamara is going to get some catches. Um, yeah, I like AJ's team. Uh, there is no new run CMC. We're going to refer to Brad's team as uh, the Bald Guy's team. Uh, his team sucks. <laughs> Julio Jones, I think we say it year after year, is not a first-round pick. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't take him in the second round. You know, the guy is just—he's—he's he's a good football player, maybe not a good fantasy player. Christian McCaffrey's doing all right. Adrian Peterson, I think, is is getting tired. You know, he's starting to fall off now. Devin Punch is not a number one wide receiver. I, I, I got to take the boot here, getting back on track.
1: Yeah,
2: yep. I, I
3: think the
1: boot, boot, boot definitely gets back on track. Uh, the question is, is, is Josh Gordon really good? Because, I mean, we, we, we hear all this hype, you know. Tom Brady posted on Instagram, uh, attack, Josh Gordon, at Josh Gordon, with a picture of him. And he goes out there against a terrible Kansas City defense, and he doesn't really show me much. So I'm interested to see how he progresses as the year goes on. Uh, T.J. Yeldon, Alvin Kamara, I think this is the Alvin Kamara game. Ingram gets stuck, but they can have some check-downs. They can have some check-downs, some screen passes for tomorrow. He can get busy. And I don't understand why Tron dropped Crabtree, but
2: hey. Well, luckily he's
1: here
2: here on the show to answer. Tron, why'd you drop Crabtree? I'm
3: not too sure who I dropped him for. It was a while ago, but, you know, I needed some running backs. My running backs are, are literally killing me. So, had to go with it. You know, Keenan Allen, or uh, watching the Ravens, obviously being a Ravens fan, seeing Crabtree, he drops about three, four balls a game. So, you know, not a great wide receiver. At the early stages, looks to be coming on a little bit, but, I mean, it really looks to be like John Brown's probably the only Ravens offensive player worth having. Alex Collins fucking sucks. So, he kind Steve. of dropped him. Willie Smith yeah, sucks, too. Yeah, did it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I think uh, AJ pulls this one out in a big way. Coco, three tight ends walk into a bar. You got Greg Olson, you got CJ Uzuma, and you have Jason Witten. Who are you going home with?
4: Goddamn, that's a hard question. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Witten. The guy is just a fucking man. Um, He's a man's man. He's a man's man.
2: All right. well, I got to say
0: that is one of uh, our shittier matchup of, of the week. So, Coco,
4: when it comes
0: to fall activities, give us your your top shittiest fall activities.
4: Top shittiest fall activities. Ah uh, man, that, that, that's a good one. Uh, besides hanging out with Tron, um, <laughs> I, would to, I would have to go with uh, I guess raking leaves outside. I guess mean, I got, I got a lot of
3: free time, fun. Coco. If you want to hang out.
4: Hey, maybe we'll, maybe we'll see more of each other. Uh, maybe. Very soon, very soon. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Wrecking Leeds is on par with, I guess, hanging out with Tron on Sunday. But um, besides that, uh, yeah, I'd say that's pretty serious.
0: All right. Well said. Moving on to our next matchup. Uh, we've got a man who who is approaching a winning streak. Who the fuck is Mike Davis? Is one in five. In twelfth place, but they're kind of that team that no one wants to play going against the Bear Jew at three and three, but he's a high scoring three and three. John, why don't you start this one off for us? What do you think about it?
3: Uh, it's definitely a good matchup. You know, I, I like Bill's team. I definitely don't think it's one and five. Um, you know, he's got solid players, you know, he's got Zeke, he's got James White, Emmanuel Sanders has been killing it. Kyle Rudolph's great tight end. Clement looks to be the number one coming back now. He's got a good team. You know, not really sold on Allen Robinson. Um, but it, it's solid. But, you know, I have to say I want to root for Bill, but uh, I'm going to have to say that the, the Bear Jew is going to take this out. Melvin Gordon has been on fire. Uh, Austin Hooper seems to be a good tight end. Golden Tate is perfect flex. You know, Michael Thomas is probably going to have a pretty good game. And then, Sunday night, Tyreek Hale, he likes to get jiggy on the big stage, so I'm seeing a high-scoring game, probably 150 to 139 in favor of the Bear Jail.
2: Yeah, can't can't say much different
1: than that. Uh, Only hole I see is Adam Robinson on Bill's team Uh, as far as, you know, maybe putting up single-digit points, but just the bear Jew is stacked, man. We say it week in and week out. He's had some tough breaks here and there, but you know time time heals all. So
2: Yeah,
0: I see I see the Bear Jew pulling this one out as well. Um the one Bill's got a, a punter's chance if you know, New England, Chicago turns into a high scoring game. Um that he could he could make some stuff happen there, but Coco, you got uh, three tight ends walking the bar. You got Austin Hooper, you got Kyle Rudolph, and you got Jason Witten.
2: Who are you going home with?
4: Ah, uh, goddamn, Kurt. Uh, you keep bringing up these damn good questions. Uh, I think in this situation, I'm gonna have to go Win all day, every day. The guy's the man.
2: Man, yeah. All right. Well, that that is a heck of a matchup, and I,
0: watching that one unfold is gonna be a great way to spend sunday but we all know sunday in autumn the weather's crisp it's a beautiful time of year the leaves are changing colors coco hit us with some of your favorite ways to spend a sunday some some wonderful sunday autumn activities
4: okay so we're not raking leaves or hanging out tron Uh, i would have to go with uh you know what going down the country roads in west virginia Having the leaves, change colors. That's beautiful. Wow. You have a beer in your cup holder, your girl by your yeah. side.
2: Some spiked
0: apple cider in there.
4: Some spiked apple cider, maybe some rum straight up on the other side. Maybe hit a wagon wheel on your way home. Uh, damn, that's that probably the top one. But, I mean, you got so many good things uh, during the fall. You got festivals going on. Um, you can go camping. Uh, just just taking a nice walk outside. I mean, uh, what do what do you guys think? What's your what's your go to on a Sunday when there's not football or any other sport going on?
0: Well, we normally don't leave the house on Sundays, but give me rank these rank these one through three for me. You got pumpkin patch, you got apple picking, and you got a hay ride. How would you one one through three?
4: One through three. Yeah, number one, pumpkin patch for sure. Classic, just getting the pumpkins right off the patch. Fucking carving those things, uh having a blast with uh with your girl or um the you're into guys your guy
0: Joe Joe could be there
4: Joe he was a great handy man he uh he was very he he uh assist uh in those Believe awkward man. spots he's great with hands great with his hands uh number two would have to be the apple picking you get uh that's just a a family bonding moment we can have someone on your shoulders and uh just have a a solid day, uh, outdoors and eating natural, just eating naturally and healthy. And I mean, it's vegan. So since you're, you're, you would agree with that, right?
1: 100%.
4: And then the hayride, I mean, that's just, that's hayride to hayride.
2: Well said. Well said.
0: All right. Well, moving on to the next game, we got our, our special guest, the commissioner. Kareem Pai, four and two in fourth place. He's on a three game winning streak. He's hot right now. Going against Nashti, also four and two. I'm not sure how he won those games, but he's won four of them. Spence, why
2: don't you start us off with this one?
1: Woo, baby. Ooh, baby. Yeah. They still they, they're projecting Nash 130, 113 for Kareem Pie. Now, looking at these matchups. I want to say that Odell has a good tilt against Atlanta because they have given up so many points. But how bad is Eli? And you know, with Odell's antics, Pat Shermer's not the guy that's going to put up with that shit. So I, I honestly could see him saying like, you know what, Eli, I don't give a fuck how many times you throw any sessions. Just jump over that motherfucking nigga Odell. Okay, and I, I, just, I his value has been completely lost to me this year. All right. He could turn that around in the big stadium Monday night. Jarvis Landry. I don't know who Jarvis Landry is this year. I don't know if he's clicking with Baker Mayfield or what. But if he's going to click, it's going to be against Tampa Bay. Matt Breida going up against the Rams. He gets hurt every fucking week, dude. He, I don't. I hate watching him play. He fakes that shit. Nobody gives a fuck. You ain't Paul Pierce. That nigga sucks. He's going to have a shitty game. Dalvin Cook being back against the Jets. Mm. I don't know. That's a toss up Robert Woods against San Francisco, Cooper Cup being out, that's going to be a monster game for Robert Woods. Hear me out. That is going to be a monster, 35-plus points for Robert Woods this year. Come back on week, next week and uh, ask me about that. Now looking at Kareem Pye's team, it's time for Keenan Allen to heat up. I think this is when we're starting to see him get in the game. Every Melvin Gordon can't score these type of touchdowns every single week. They're trying to get... I like the way they're trying to get Keenan Allen involved, doing a little, doing some reverses, short screen passes. They just don't really have the time to get him the ball be, uh, last week because they were just blowing him out. And early in the year, I think he was just... He, he's the type of player that gets going as the year goes. So, I expect a big game out of Keenan Allen this week. Denver, uh, Damaris Thomas, Case team is trash. Um, he... he 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 just can't do it, and and Emmanuel Sanders is going to eat because he's in the spot. Kareem Hunt is the man. He's showing up as the year goes on. I think he's going to have another big game against Cincinnati. Jordan Howard is droppable. Rewind (laughs) to when I said that a couple weeks back, he's fucking droppable. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And as is Lamar Miller. So, I could be wrong. I could be just speaking out of turn. Nope, 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 nope. Looking at his points. Looking at his points now. He's droppable. He's definitely droppable. Uh, yeah, so he, I don't I don't like his RB two or his flex position. So looking at his bench, I don't see much on there. Maybe Hayden Hurst. Uh, maybe go with Hayden Hurst. Unfortunately, I see that winning winning streak coming to an end this week. Um, like you said, I don't understand how Nash gets those points, but I don't see him have another ninety point ninety nine point week. Um, maybe one thirty to one twenty. John, how are you
2: feeling about this one?
3: Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about my own game. I know people don't like to hear that, so I won't pick. That's hey, winner. that's why
2: you're that's why you're here, man.
3: Yeah, but uh, nope. I mean, I agree. Jordan Howard and Lamar Miller are some fucking chumps. Uh, they fucking suck. You know, my team really relies on the Casey offense. Mahomes to hunt. Kurt, you felt their pain this past week. They're wrapped um, yeah, that's what we're going off of. And then I gotta agree with Spence. You know, Keenan Allen, he had statistically a pretty bad year at the beginning of the year last year, and then just went on fire. it coming against Tennessee. I mean, they are not a good team. But uh Nash is gonna put up some points this week. I feel Adele is gonna gonna get some Jarvis Landry, Alvin Cook, I wouldn't even fucking start him. I mean, he's fucking still not healthy, but hopefully he starts him. And then I agree with Spence. Robert Woods is probably gonna have a good game. So I'm seeing uh I'm seeing a 130, 120, but maybe in the opposite direction. Opposite mm-hmm. direction for myself. Okay. So I, okay. I lied there. I guess I did pick a winner. Fuck you, Nash. You're a little bitch. I'm going to whoop your ass.
2: Yeah. To that, to the point about, um, well,
0: I guess, uh, so a little little Sunday story time. So last week, Sunday night, um, I'm, I have the game on in the background. I'm doing some work. And so I'm not facing the TV, but it's I am like, oh, I don't have the sound on. And I'm aware of of what's happening, like based on what happened in the first half. I was like, all right, this is a pretty good start. He's still down like 35 points. And then I know they get the ball and I'm looking away. And then I turn back around after maybe three minutes and I see that they're at commercial again. So I'm like, all right, whatever. And then refresh my phone and he scored 21 more points and it was literally it was that it was a 20 point play like yeah. that 65 yard touchdown was was soul crushing and having that i mean the rest of your team really didn't do much but just when you have a quarterback and like an explosive player like that it gives your team such an advantage of of those high scoring weeks where if they both go off together like you can you can blow people out so I think if the rest of your team gets rolling, it gives you a lot of potential. Um Nash has some really good matchups. Uh with especially if Breed is healthy and Cook is healthy. Uh Robert Woods is is the main show in town. So this is gonna this is gonna be a tough one. I think um especially with the question marks, the tight end, um unfortunately for our guests taking Nash here. I
3: love it when you do, Kurt.
0: Uh, do you have two questions though? First question:
2: What are your, what are you thinking about tight end?
3: Uh, I'm in trade talks. I will, uh, you know, not say anything until it's official. So there could be some, uh, some new things on, uh, on the team this week. If not, right. I will not be starting Hayden Hurst. He can go fuck himself.
0: All right. Well, second question, Coco. Three tight ends walk into a bar. Eric Ebron. Your choice of anyone in the league
2: or Jason Witten? Who are you going home with? Oh,
4: uh, man. That's a good question, Kurt. Um, anyone in the league. Yeah, I- I'm going to probably have to go with Jason Witten again. Uh, <laughs> the, guy is, the guy is just a man. He's the people's man, the man of the man. He's a legend.
2: He's, a, he's I mean, American. He's, a, he's
4: America's team. Uh, I, I mean, I guess people debate Cowboys are the best or not. Uh, some people think that's debatable, but we know we all know it's, it's true um so as a legacy from the cowboys uh yeah wins the guy how
3: do you feel about his commentary Coco?
4: cococo uh there. you know what he, he he's very positive uh, i think he, <laughs> he's not he's not as good as uh, Tony Romo with his commentary i mean tony romo he's got he had he used to have eyes on the field now he has eyes in the the nest so to speak. But again, just uh, anyone from the Cowboys. I mean, I think they, Aikman, uh, Romo, and I think they're, they've been all great commentators, Uh, but Waitin by far is the best.
2: <laughs> well, good to know. Agree. Um,
0: and of that matchup, Nashville, Sean. I mean, that is as long as this league has been around, that's been one of autumn's great traditions, and. Another one of Autumn's great tradition is the Renaissance Festival. So, Coco, break us down with some of your favorite parts about the Renaissance Festival. But not only that, what's the best way to attack that day? How are you getting there? What are you wearing? Who are you going with? What are you drinking? What booths are you hitting up? What kind of novelty foods are you eating when you get there? Just lay it on us.
4: Uh, yeah, this is going to be gonna be a story. Get your, uh, get your slippers on. Take a seat. Uh, you say you drive up to the Renaissance Festival. Have you guys been to the Renaissance Festival? Absolutely. Uh, no. Oh, my God. all right. First of off, one, who, are your, are who are you doing? dating? What are they doing? Right now, you got to take her. Actually, this weekend is the last weekend. Uh, it's open for the year. So, Jason, if you're dating anyone right now.
2: Get your tickets early.
4: If you listen to this podcast afterwards, book your day for Saturday, Miss. Did you have a call? Or or
0: Sun I heard Sundays are nice. Go on Sunday.
4: Or Sunday. Oh, Sunday is nice, but uh there might be other stuff going on that got, that people are doing. But um Jay, you so wanna go on a double date? <laughs> actually I might be there this weekend, so let's talk let's talk about this offline. But okay. if you were if you're gonna go, you gotta get the costumes. The costumes you uh, you run for like fifteen bucks for the day. But it's like you're naked walking around. They are so light, so comfortable. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's absolutely amazing, especially on a, a, a beautiful fall autumn day. Uh, you gotta get a, you gotta get a mug, you gotta get a pint, you gotta get some chicken that you eat with your hands, uh, just some chicken wings. And best activities though, number one by far, axe throwing. Jason, you can show off. Throw the you can show that you can throw the axes, get the bullseye every time, then you can get the bullseye with her later on in the night. Number two. Hey, um. Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Uh that I mean it, it has nothing to do with the Renaissance festival. I don't know if there's people who even climbing back in the day, but uh it's just a lot of fun. Then the knives, the knives throwing, the ninja stars, uh the comedy shows are actually pretty pretty good, even though they're supposed probably like five year olds. But that's why you have a couple extra drinks and uh uh those are great to see. And then the jousting jousting is the main event. At the Ransons Festival, I mean, if you think about football, you think about halftime show uh, at the fucking Super Bowl. This is jousting. So you can't miss out on that. But uh, overall, it'll be a great time. It's a great, uh, great way to have a date and expend your Saturday or Sundays.
0: Any, any good souvenirs you can bring home from there?
4: Uh yeah. Uh, so you can actually get a dragon's egg. They say it's real. It's possible. It's real. I
2: think thousands of years old. All more, right.
4: but yeah that's probably the if, number one present
2: if you could
0: only you know i'm a man who loves a good meal if you could only and uh <laughs> close, close your or close your ears here Spence cuz we're going to be talking meat but if you can only choose one be, cocoa between the giant turkey leg or yeah. uh an apple dipped in caramel which one are you going with
4: uh, I got to go meat all day. Just yeah. like my man Wynn. I mean, he's he probably picked the fucking turkey leg as well. But, uh, yeah, you can't go with meat. I mean, since starting hear that you're vegan nowadays, but I'm sure it, work, it works out for you. But uh, majority, of the, yeah, have the meat. You got to go with the meat.
2: All right. Well, folks,
0: there you have it. We'll see you Saturday and or Sunday. Uh, get your tickets early. Um, all right. On to our second-to-last matchup. This is uh, this is our Sunday afternoon game. Not quite the game of the week, but it's got the people talking. It's your 2018 Podcast Bowl. Grit is going against
2: Old Lightning. Man versus mate, or no, meat. Meat versus vegetable. Right now, we
0: are – so based on the – so the new projections, which we'll send out to everybody. Our projected scores are me, 109, Spence, 127. Uh, I have a floor of 66. Spence has a floor of 80. I have a hashtag upside of 152, and Spence has a hashtag
2: upside of 173. Tron, as our guest, who do you think is pulling this one out?
3: huh you know, this is uh this is a big matchup. Uh you know, I don't know how you two are going to coexist after this week. Uh you know, Kurt, you, you had a rough week already. You you backed out of the chat. You haven't wanted to come back.
0: I was kicked so, out.
3: <laughs> we tried to add you back, you you, you didn't want to come. Um I'm going to have to take the man, the myth, the legend Grit fighting hard over old Lightning. Uh Daquan Barkley is incredible. I think Gronk gets back on track. Michelle McCoy, you know, he'll have 10 points. Taj Boyd's been playing great. You know, not big on the Baker Mayfield start. I, he's, he's really struggling. And then, Kurt, you know, looking at your team, I mean, you got Diggs and Jared Goff may have a good game. You're starting two tight ends, which, I you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think only one person's ever won with two tight ends in the league. Starting Alex Collins and Royce Freeman. They both suck, so I'm I'm gonna have to take grit, and I'm gonna have to say it's a low scoring game. I think Kurt, you're probably 108, 103 again. Spence probably 125,
2: 127. Spence, go
1: ahead. Yeah, man. Let's just uh, let's just take into, into account what I've done in the last three weeks after starting 0 and three. Taking it week by week, I've gone on a three-game win streak. And i put myself right back in the hunt, okay? Like a phoenix, I've rose from the ashes, and I've given myself a chance to compete. And that's all you can ask for. Right now, we're all playing for second, okay? Second or third. We know who has the top two teams. So all we can ask for is every single week, give a solid effort. And what does that come out to? It comes out the grit, baby. It comes out the grit, and grits going to take the W this week. I do like Tyler Boyd. I, I I think Kiki Fouti is going to get some 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 targets just from being the lone guy, the the the, the no name guy that's on that team. Uh, you got Watson, you got Hopkins, you got Miller. Nobody worries about Fouti, so he can get some targets. Hopefully, he can get some some catches and, and add up some points. Saquon is Saquon. Uh, hopefully, I can get like you said, ten points out of out of McCoy. And Jesus fucking Christ, can Gronk? Is anybody seeing Gronk? Is anybody seeing Gronk? Titans are going off all across the fucking league, and Gronk is nowhere to be goddamn found. And he's a second round pick. He's killing me, dude. He's killing me. Uh, so I'm just gonna hold out hope for him. Just gonna continue to hold out hope. And I never wish injury on anybody but Theo Riddick is suffering in the injury. Hopefully, that bodes well for one of the people leading the league in yards per carry and carry on Johnson. God, I want to write Matt Patricia hate mail and ask him, what is he thinking? How does he have the same amount of carries as as the Garrett Blunt and maybe two to three times more yards than him? It just doesn't make sense how they're not using him. Um, and I don't even mean to speak on Curtis's team. Uh, pulling out wins like he is if if he scores one hundred and ten points,
3: it's a good week for him there. I would like to point out, Kurt. You know, expense. I think that after this year, Bronk will not be going anywhere between the second, third round. He's probably a fourth round pick now with with the tight ends. And then yeah, also an interesting it. fact: Yahoo has current projections. Grit finishing the season nine and four in the number three seed. I mean that is impressive. Uh,
1: that'll be crazy, but I think that has a lot to do with like by weeks and and who it, like spilling people starting lineups and shit.
2: Well, like our like our special guest a couple a ye- couple of years ago, there was the old me. In week one, there was the old me. In week two, there was the old me. In week three. There was the old me in week four. <laughs> there
0: was the old me in week five. There was the old me in week six. And then this week,
2: I started a new workout. Did a little high intensity interval training. <laughs> then today, I went to the barber, got a haircut.
0: Not only a new haircut, a new hairstyle. She shaved a part into my head. So now I'm going a hard defined part. Just like my team has a part. My team has a hard-defined strategy moving forward, and we got a lot of hashtag upside.
4: Are so you probably right down the middle? You're flexible, left and
0: right. Uh, no, I'm to the. It's to the side. Pick, uh. pick will come after. Pick will come after the show. But you said it yourself, man, Gronk's struggling, and that's why I'm starting two tight ends because at your weakness, I'm hitting you twice with my strengths. So we're going, not one tight end, two tight ends to take down Gronk. So, Coco, tell me, not three, but four tight ends walk into a bar. You got David Njoku. You got Trey Burton. You got Rob Gronkowski. And you got Jason Witten. Who are you going
2: home with?
4: All right, let's take this from the uh, from a drinking perspective. Um, first guy, I mean, he, he's not even drinking. He's drinking conics. On ice. Yeah, Burn. He's gonna be drinking two beers, maybe three beers max, and he's gonna be pretty damn tipsy. Gronkowski, that man can drink. He's from Arizona State. He knows a thing or two about drinking. Middle lights, maybe Coronas. But but then you got the guy that represents America's most favorite team, best team in the league, Witten, who can drink tequila, vodka. You name it, he drinks it in the bottle, and the glass. Fuck. He drinks it anyway, and he's going to drink everyone under the table. So I have to go with my man Witten.
0: <laughs> wow, there you have it. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Either way, this is going to be a pretty hot matchup. And, Coco, in autumn, it can be pretty cold outside. So when you're inside and you want to warm up, you want to heat things up like this, like this
2: matchup, tell us the best way to build a fire.
4: Uh, uh, another good question, Kurt. Uh, bringing on the fall questions as, 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 as a great question. Well, so you got you got different styles. Uh, you can do the TP, you can do the box, you can just be the lazy guy that just throws shit in there and hopefully something lights up eventually. Um,
2: but that's but not going- you.
4: Uh, oh no, no, no! I, I, I've tried this many times. I've learned over the years a lot more wisdom than I did a year ago, five years ago. Um, I, I, I do the uh, the log cabin, just like in football. You need a strong quarterback, so that's where my paper is. That's the foundation of the fire. Then you got the the the, the linemen and the wide receivers. Um, that's the logs at the bottom. But the true key of the log cabin fire is the twigs that are above the paper below the logs, and that is like a tight end, like Witten, uh, from America's best, and most favorite team, the Cowboys. That's the fire starter. That's the one that gets them through the game. That's the one that gets it through to a full damn good damn fire. That's how you build a fire, just like the Cowboys.
2: That might be too hot to handle, but (laughs) well-spoken.
1: to take my earphones
0: off. It's burning. Either way, (laughs) I'm I'm excited to see how our matchup plays out. So, on to the. Actually, let me let me stop myself there. Um, this is a special show for a lot of reasons. You know, Spence already hit on our our first special sponsor, but now that we've gone into triple digits, we have another sponsor. This time of year, you know, autumn, as it starts to get a little chilly outside. The last thing you want to do is take your dog for a walk. Spence, you're you're
2: a new dog owner, correct? Uh, I believe you just brought a new one into the family. Spence, you there? He did. Right. A new sorry, sorry,
1: Kurt. Sorry, Kurt. I was on mute. Uh, I had to call. Uh, sorry. Um, All right. Yeah, well, I did, so- I, did, I did just bring a – I did just bring a uh, back dog into the family. He is a uh, seven-month-old red-nosed pit. His name is Benji. Uh, He's a beautiful young boy. You guys will all meet him
0: soon. Well, there's no better way to take that new dog out and get some exercise when it's cold outside and you want to stay inside and watch football than our friends at Dog on Fitness. Dog on Fitness, they'll walk your dog. They'll train your dog. They'll exercise your dog. They're even one of the leading CBD for animal experts on the East Coast. John, you've used Dog on Fitness, right?
3: Nothing but compliments. They are a hell of an organization. They are there at your beck and call. I mean, great, great for, for new dog owners.
0: So reach out to Dog on Fitness. Check the show notes for their phone number. Hit them with hashtag upside, and you'll get 69% off your first walk. Tell them we sent you. All right. Now on to our game of the week. We have
1: 69. I just got that. <laughs>
0: Use a, yeah nice uh, we've got in third place Poppy's Angels going against in second place the dog abides both teams four and two we've got a dogs team who is a powerhouse and then Poppy's Angels is the scrappy underdog that can't be beat they just won't quit Tron starts off with this one what do you think is going to go down
3: Let me pull this up here, Kurt.
0: Well, I can tell you, Dog is a heavy favorite. Uh, he's projected 138 versus Poppy's Angels with 114. He's led the way by the number one receiver in the game, Adam Thielen, and the number one tight end, or the number one – really, can you guys mute it when you're peeing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> going against Gurley, who's the number one running back in the game. How do you think this one's going to go out?
3: No, I'm going to have to say I, I've had enough of Poppy's Angels. You know, he he's a, he's a dick-riding little bitch. I've had enough of him. His team fucking sucks. He's gotten lucky. The dog is fucking shutting him down, putting him in the pound, taking him to pound town, however you want to say it. He's whooping that ass. You know, Javaris Allen, The Crow, Mike Evans, Jameis Winston, they got lucky last week. They're both terrible. Christian Kirk. Who knows? Maybe three catches, maybe zero. His team sucks. And Dog is just that's, – that's an all-star roster right there. He's going to whoop him. I'm talking big dick of the week, 160 to 120 in favor of the Dog. Take it sure. home, Dog. Poppy's Angels. Enjoy that lonesome winner because he's not getting added back in the group chat. Might not even hear this podcast unless you send it to him directly.
2: Spence, what do you think? Yeah,
1: like I said last week, uh, when I faced the dog, you, you just got to hope everybody else has a dud. Um, now that he's gotten rid of David Johnson or Sonny Michelle, you you got to hope David Johnson has a dud, which is highly possible. And Corey Davis, George Kittle, and Kenny Galladay follow suit. Um, Kenny Galladay coming off of that bye week, I think that's a lot less likely than Sammy Watkins having dud, But you can always pray. But Alan Adam Stealing and and Todd Gurley are gonna get you fifty to seventy points every week. Uh throwing a quarterback that can get you twenty points. And and that that's pretty much all like that's pretty much what you need. The fill engine and, and everything else can just flow as it may. And I, I don't wanna fuel drama's team. I don't wanna feel it. Every time I talk bad on the podcast, every time anybody talks bad on a podcast about his team, it feels it. So let me talk so let we talk good about it.
2: Like I one of Coco's fires. They ignite.
1: <laughs> great <laughs> great interjection, Curtis. Great interjection. <laughs> Mike Evans is a wonderful receiver that's gonna have a monster game against Cleveland. Alshon Jeffrey is Carson Wentz's favorite target, or one of his top 1-1 one, one and one A with Zach Ertz. He's going to have a good game against Carolina. Buck Allen, sorry, he sucks. Zach Ertz, as I just spoke of, he's going to have a monster game against Cleveland as well. And Christian Kirk seems like he's taking the torch away from Larry Fitzgerald uh, and has that connection with Josh Rosen. So we're going to see a high-scoring game. I do think he gets some duds out of people like Corey Davis. And maybe, maybe even George
2: Kittle. So I'm going to say 140.
1: No, 150, 145. Poppy Daniels.
2: Oh, wow! The reverse jinx. Sorry, Mark. Yeah, I I got to go dog with this one. He um. Until, uh, unless something
0: happens, I just don't see it. Uh, maybe maybe Corey Davis forgets his passport and he can't make it to the London game. Uh, but <laughs> his team's
2: looking good. Coco, I do have one question, though. Zach Ertz, George Kittle, and Jason Witten all walk into a bar. Who are you going home with?
4: All right. Well, that's a good question, Kurt. Um,
0: keep in cool. mind. Keep in mind now. Zach Ertz is married to an Olympian, a U.S. national soccer player, and George Kittle
2: is an elite athlete.
4: Perfect. So Ertz, Kittle, and my man Witten. Uh let, Let's let's talk about this back, like in our days at Camden. Um, kind of like how who went to bed first? Uh, you you got Suggs uh who's similar to earth's and just gives out very early on in the game uh so i just went to bed very early and they just <laughs> went to bed on the couch um yeah the second guy who uh he, he was up every now and then i mean it's kind of like sam and uh and drama but uh it, it, they were still early guys and then then you got the all-nighter you got uh like the kurt i mean back back in our old days partying uh, all night long yeah. until the daytime That's just like fucking win. He goes all day long. long, Wins, my
2: man. Man, it's it's impressive stuff. Um, Either way,
0: uh, I'm taking dog here. And it's our game of the week, so it's going to be good. It's going to be, you could probably call it a feast. And Coco, the feast America looks forward to the most all year long. It goes down every autumn, Thanksgiving. Tell the people your number one Thanksgiving dish could be a main course, could be a side dish, could be an appetizer, and your number one Thanksgiving dessert.
4: Ah, great question, Kurt. So, just like every uh, every year, it's like Thursday afternoon. uh, The game comes on, and it's obviously America's favorite team, the Cowboys, and some other team that. Most people don't know about. That's just like when your mom puts the turkey with the stuffing inside the turkey turkey on the dinner table. That's by far the favorite meal of the day, the stuffing inside the turkey.
0: Ooh, I might have to sit down.
4: Yeah, don't don't faint on me, Kurt. Don't faint on me. But that's just the main meal. Then you get to the desserts. Uh I mean apple pie all day. Apple pie, apple cider. Rumming my apple cider, maybe some Irish coffee, but I'm having two or three slices, four slices of apple pie, the warm, crispy apple pie. A la
2: mode. Uh, say again?
1: A la mode?
2: A la mode, oh yeah. That's delicious. Beautiful. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. We're just about five weeks away from Thanksgiving.
0: Uh Coco, thanks for coming on. It's been a treat. Tron, always a pleasure to have you on. You're, no matter what the people say, no matter what they tell you, no matter what they say about you when you're not around, this is a great league. You're a hell of a commissioner. Anything else you want to add?
3: Uh, it's great to talk to you again, Kurt. It's been some silence since our, uh, our matchup. Spence, you just keep doing what you're doing, man, loving it all. Grit, you know, the team, the what you do on the podcast, just to keep being you.
1: I appreciate that, man. That means a lot to me. Warms my heart.
3: Are you
2: gonna give him a truck this weekend?
3: I am gonna give him a truck. I'm gonna hook the man up.
2: I'm nice. gonna... Spence, bring us home. Let us all
1: bow our heads and give thanks. Amen. Give thanks. Give thanks for the fantasy victories as well as the fantasy losses, because with each week we learned something new. And this week we will learn that Timmy will finish in last place.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. guys. We'll see you next week.